Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He was the last person that you would expect to be asking the question. This was a man who, even in his old age, was known almost universally for being kind and compassionate, generous and giving, bearing with anyone and everyone. And he was also a pastor, as it happens. But now he was on his deathbed, and he had a burning question on his heart that when he asked it, totally took his wife aback. She thought he was the last person in the world who would need to be asking this question. And the question was this, from the aged pastor, as he lay dying on his bed. Am I a sheep? Am I a sheep? And his wife wanted to say to him, if anybody is a sheep, it's you, surely it's you. But that answer was unsatisfactory. Am I a sheep? I submit to you that for any of us, when we hear these words of our Lord Jesus today, that that question naturally comes up to us, and it should. See, this is a deep and profound question at the very heart of our being, of our existence, and our future. Am I a sheep? Because if we're honest with ourselves, if we look at our own lives and we look into our hearts, we say, ah, I don't feel very sheepish, Lord. <laughs> Maybe we're sheepish about our sheepishness, Right? We say, Lord, I don't know that I'm one of those who has cared for the sick and those who are in prison, that I have clothed the naked and that I have fed the hungry. When I look at my own life, Lord, I feel like I haven't sought you, that I haven't served you the way that I ought to the extent that I should have. When I see, search myself, I have that sense that, no, I'm not sure that I am a sheep. I feel a lot more goaty, as a matter of fact. How can I know, Lord? Am I a sheep? If you haven't asked that question, if, if you don't have that sensation, then I think that you're probably not being honest fully with yourself. Because all of us, at least sometimes, when we look into the depths of our own being, we don't get a sense of, of confidence, but of questioning, of doubt, wondering, am I a sheep? But I'm not going to leave you hanging this morning. Because the words of our Lord are so comforting and consoling if we have ears to hear them. See, because out of the very mouth of our Savior, you and I receive the reassurance and the confidence that we need to know that, yes, we are sheep. And I want to distill it for you this morning to three reasons, right out of the mouth of our King, why you can be certain that you are surely sheep. So let's picture the scene real quick. Now, this is often called a parable, but it's not a parable, really. This is a straightforward depiction that Jesus is giving of the end of time. He says, all nations will be gathered when the king comes in his glory and sits on his glorious throne. He will gather all the nations together. And then, and this is where people get the idea of it being a parable, then it says he will separate them from one another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. By the way, that is a serious tongue twister. Go ahead and say that five times. No, no. As a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. But then here's the first reason that comes from the mouth of our king, why you and I can be confident that we are surely sheep. He announces and says to them, Come, you who are blessed by my father. The blessing of the father is the first reason 
why you can be confident that you are surely sheep. Everything hinges on the Father's blessing. Everything else flows from that. That is what opens up the future and eternity to all of us as his sheep. It changes everything when you have that blessing of the Father. Now, I learned this firsthand in a story that some of you have heard before. I know that you've heard it because my father-in-law stood here in this pulpit and told it two years ago at my installation service. I've been pastor here two years now, by the way. Okay, good. I wasn't sure, you know, boo. (laughs) In any event, two years ago, my father-in-law, he preached at the installation service, and and he was here. He told this story. This week, 14 years ago, I accompanied Anne, who was my girlfriend at the time. We went out to California, where her family was living, to celebrate Thanksgiving. And I had a very important question on my mind as we made that trip. It was not, am I a sheep? It was something else. And as we went on that trip, I was just trying to find a little bit of quiet, alone time with my father-in-law. And I couldn't get it all weekend long. Every time we were together, we were with other people. And so finally I said, he had gotten a new motorcycle. I said, Pete, Pete, let's go for a ride on your new motorcycle. And it turns out going 70 miles per hour down the road is not the ideal time to have a, you know, an intimate, quiet conversation. So we're driving along, <laughs> I kind of tap him on the shoulder, hey, can we pull over? I want to chat a bit. Yeah, sure. And so he pulls over into a cemetery. And I think, this is ominous. <laughs> but we go for a walk through the cemetery, and finally I, we're chatting, having some small talk. Wasn't Thanksgiving great? The lion's lost, all the usual kind of stuff. But uh, I say, Pete, I, I've got a question I've got to ask you. I'm not asking for your permission. I am asking for your blessing. You know I'm old-fashioned that way. I'm asking for your blessing on taking your daughter's hand in marriage. And he said, yes, obviously. But receiving the Father's blessing, in that moment, suddenly everything changed for me, right? Suddenly everything changed as the future was opened up to me and all the the possibilities and everything that I was looking forward to because I received the Father's blessing. How much more is that the case for you and me? That we receive the blessing of our Heavenly Father. Come, you who are blessed by my Father. When He says those words, when He speaks that promise and that blessing, it changes everything. You know this from the Scriptures. That the Father's words, that his blessing creates reality. It is his word in the beginning that creates all things, that creates creation and the cosmos. His words make worlds. He creates light out of darkness. He makes saints of sinners and he creates sheep out of goats. Goats like you and me. He turns into sheep because of his blessing. It's his blessing that he spoke over you. At holy baptism, when you were baptized and the Father said, this is my beloved son, this is my beloved daughter, because of that blessing, he made there of you a little lamb of his own. The Father's blessing changes everything. And that's what you have. And that's the first reason why you can be confident that you are surely sheep. Because you have the blessing of the Father. The king goes on, come, you who are blessed by my father, come, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. 
Oh, these words are dripping with pure grace. As here we have the second reason out of the mouth of our king. The first one, the father's blessing. And secondly, the son's preparing. The son's preparing. Inherit this kingdom prepared for you. As here the words of our king echo the words of our Lord Jesus elsewhere. When he says to the disciples, when he tells them in the upper room, uh, let not your hearts be troubled and let them not be afraid. You trust in God, trust also in me. For in your father's house are many rooms. I go and prepare a place for you. I go and prepare a place for you. Now this week, many of us, all of us, will be celebrating Thanksgiving, perhaps in different ways, and however you're doing it, there's probably going to be a little bit of preparing. And I don't know what it's like at your house, but at my house, whenever we're having guests over, especially for some kind of big celebration like that, I'm never fully prepared, right? People are coming, the doorbell is ringing, I'm still vacuuming. Just a minute, we'll be right there, right? Get the table set already, kids, get the table set! Oh, we are fully prepared, yes. We might think that this is what it's like in the kingdom, so that when we die, when our Lord Jesus returns, it's as though at the last minute he's saying, oh, wait, okay, you guys are, okay, you're coming? Let me get this ready. No, friends, no. Listen, that kingdom of God is prepared as the fine-tuned masterpiece of your king for you. Everything is made ready. It is not just some last-minute slap-together substitute. As the king saying, okay, yeah, I guess, you know, we can squeeze you in down there by Aunt Marge. No. He says, yes, everything is ready. You have your own seat. You've even got the little doily with the name tag on it. Everything is prepared for you. And it goes even further than that. Because the king says, our Lord Jesus says, that this kingdom that you are inheriting has been prepared for you from when? From the foundation of the world, y'all. From the foundation of the world. When the Father was putting the finishing touches on his creation, already the Son was putting into motion your redemption. From the very beginning, from the foundation of the world, Christ Jesus is the Lamb who was slain. That's what it says in Revelation chapter 13. He is the Lamb who was slain from the foundation of the world. And St. Paul says in his letter to the Ephesians, in Ephesians chapter 1, that God has chosen you in love from the foundation of the world. It's no accident that you end up in your heavenly home. It is no mistake that you are part of that kingdom. It has been prepared for you from the very foundation of the world. And I want to correct here, just a little bit of an aside, I want to correct a common misconception here. Because sometimes people will hear that and they'll say well wait a second so the king has chosen his sheep from the foundation of the world does that mean he has also elected predestined and chosen his goats from the foundation of the world those ones who are to go away into the accursed fire and here the words of the king are once again instructive because he he welcomes his sheep into that kingdom prepared for them from the foundation of the world And as for the goats, he says, okay, go into that eternal fire. Prepared for whom? Prepared for the devil and his angels. Now that kingdom is plan A for his sheep. But hell and that eternal fire, friends, that is plan B to be sure. 
the heart of our Heavenly Father is that all would be saved. He desires that every last one be a sheep and be welcomed into his kingdom. The eternal fire was not prepared for any person. It was prepared for the devil and his angels. And only under duress, only when those goats insist on going their own way, will at the last the king say, fine, fine, thy will be done. As C.S. Lewis famously says, C.S. Lewis, who died on this day in 1963, the same day as JFK, in fact. Don't say I never taught you anything. <laughs> C.S. Lewis famously said, hell is a place that is locked from the inside. Because the will of your king is that none should perish, but that all would be welcomed into their heavenly home. If there are any, gate, any goats there with the devil and his angels, it's because they want to be there. This is why you can be certain that you are surely sheep. Not only the Father's blessing, but also the Son's preparing from the foundation of the world. But then finally, third reason for you, out of the mouth of our King, not only the Father's blessing, not only the Son's preparing, but also the Spirit's working. The Spirit's working. Because here the king goes on to say famously, you clothed me when I was naked, you fed me when I was hungry, you visited me when I was sick and in prison, and so on. And all of the sheep say, what, when, when did we do this? They don't even recognize it or realize that they haven't been attending to all of their good works, because here's the thing. All of the good works that are accomplished through you and me, in us and in our lives, that is all grace gravy. See, I'm already thinking Thanksgiving here on my mind. Like the gravy that we pour onto the potatoes, the gravy of God's grace outpoured through the Holy Spirit in your life and mine, all of the good works that are accomplished in us that we don't even recognize. See, and we need to be clear about this. These good works are not the basis of your salvation, of your acceptance, of your being sheep. It's the fruit of who you are. Because you are blessed by the Father, because you are filled with his Holy Spirit, this is what you do. But your good works, more often than not, they exist in this blessed blind spot. See, you don't even see the things that the Father is doing through you, through his Holy Spirit. This is too, is part of his grace. So that then, on the last day, when we gather together with all the nations, we gather together with our king, it is not a day for you to fear. It is a day for you to anticipate eagerly because you know what's going to happen on that day? Your father, like a proud papa, is going to project all of the family videos Maybe your dad used to do this on Thanksgiving weekend. All right, guys, gather around. We're going to watch the old family videos. Oh, Lord. But this is something to look forward to on the last day. Your heavenly father, as a proud papa, projects the family videos of his family, the church, of all of his sheep, and you will see on that day all of those blessings that were wrought through you, all of those good works that were accomplished in and through you that you didn't even recognize and realize, all of those things, large and small, and the father will say, well done, good and faithful sheep. See how I was working in and through you, and you didn't even realize. You can be certain, friends. You are surely sheep because of the Father's blessing, because of the Son's preparing, and because of the Spirit's working. You need not wonder. You need not wonder. 
But in closing, let me go back to that pastor. On his deathbed, did he need to wonder? As he was laying there and, and asking his wife, am I a sheep? In fact, you know this pastor. You probably don't know him personally, but you're familiar with him. He's the Reverend Fred Rogers, better known as Mr. Rogers. And you want to say, like his wife did, well, if, any, if there was anybody who was a sheep, surely it's Mr. Rogers, a man who showed such kindness and compassion throughout all of his life. Surely if there was anybody who should be certain, it would be him. But Mr. Rogers knew what you and I also know, that at the end of the day, our good works are never enough. That no matter how good of people we have been, no matter how much we think that we have done, that is never going to be enough in itself. Your confidence that you are a sheep does not come from your sheepishness. It comes from your good shepherd, who as he claimed Fred Rogers, has claimed you and worked in you in ways unnumbered and unknown to us. That's where the confidence comes from. You can be certain that your good shepherd has called and claimed you as his own. No, your good works are not enough, but his are. And so know that you are surely sheep and rejoice in the blessing of your king. Amen. And may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.